Wakey Wakey. It's this thing. We have a visitor. I think he remembers. Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and welcome to our Monday bonus episode. Going to do an all sting episode, coronavirus edition. Uh, sting solo, no police. I had to, uh, I had to turn some songs away. People were sending me police songs that Sting had done solo. And uh, that's not what I wanted. I just wanted to focus on Sting's solo output. Songs that he wrote and recorded as a solo artist. So that's what we're doing. Got a lot of... uh, How many things do we have in here? Eh, Got about uh, 25 songs, I believe, we're going to check out. And uh, hope everyone's doing well. It's very early right now. It's Sunday morning. You guys are hearing this on Monday. It's uh, 7 a.m. Everyone's asleep. So I just woke up and said, yeah, I might as well go up and uh, record that right now. I'm uh, in the office, in the rock room. i uh, got a cat with me. And i got all your audio clips that you recorded. People going all out now, really embracing the recording of the audio clips. We got uh, we got some fun stuff today. Got some stories. Uh, very uh, very cool stuff. So let's. Uh, what else can I tell you? Oh, real quick. Okay, I'm as well. Before I forget, I'll tell you this. Uh, next Monday is going to be the title fight episode. So I'm going to need you to send me two songs that have the same title, but. Uh, but that are different, different songs with the same title. Let me, off the top of my head, John Waite has a song called Missing You, and Dan Fogelberg has a song called Missing You. So that's a title fight. So you send me, uh, and if you don't think I have the song, please send that along too. So um, that's what you do. And when you do your audio clip, have fun with it. In this corner, blah, blah, blah. In that corner, weighing in at 800 pounds. That would be like if it's a band. Like, for example, in this corner, weighing 800 pounds, it's the bad boys from Boston, Aerosmith versus, you know, whoever, whatever. But uh, do that, and then I will, be the, uh, I will be the referee. I will decide which song wins that bout. So, again, that's going to be next Monday's listener-curated episode. And you can start sending me those songs as of... Tuesday, April 28th. And I'll give you about two or three days to get those in. And just email me to rocksolidpodcast at gmail.com. This week's prize for Friday, Thursday's episode is going to be with Rita. It's called Rita's Playlist. You know, I often say, well, not often, I say it every time, uh, new and classic And sometimes we don't play a lot of new songs. So 
Rita's going to be here. We're going to listen to some songs from her Spotify playlist. Guarantee you they're all new <laughs> artists and songs that, uh, that you probably haven't heard. Some of you might have heard them. Some of you uh, dig deep with the new music. But uh, for the most part, I think uh, we're going to introduce you to some new, uh, some new songs. And I'll be playing some new songs by some classic artists also. And for our prize then for the Patreon people, $2 plus Patreon people for next Friday, we have uh, three CD copies of the brand new Harry Styles CD called Fine Line. And I have to tell you guys, this is an amazing album. Really, really good. So you're going to have a chance to win a copy of that. Got three CD copies for you. So with that, let's kick off this Sting episode. Hope you guys are well. Hope you guys are safe. I had the pleasure of hosting a Name That Tune, uh, what do you call it, Zoom hangout yesterday with about, uh, I think about 20 Rock Solid listeners. Played for uh, about 90 minutes and that was cool. And uh, so that's about it. Just, uh, I'm good. Hope you guys are good. And here we go. So let's see. Sting's studio output, 14 studio albums, starting in 1985. The last one dropping in 2019. That album was called My Songs. That was Sting re-recording and, you know, remixing and doing just some tweaks and fun stuff with you know, his catalog of solo songs. I usually don't like an album like that, but I got to be honest, I really liked this, uh, my songs. I like the, the things he was doing and it sounds great. So check that out. But the first album was the dream of the blue turtles released June 1st, 1985. And at that time, I didn't really know the police were done. And I had no idea. I just thought, oh, Sting's doing a solo album, going to do that for a little bit, and then the police will be back. I, I just never thought the police would not be a thing. And unfortunately, <laughs> that's not the case. But uh, his first uh, solo album, Dream of the Blue Turtle, was very successful. You know, coming off of synchronicity, everyone wanted anything by Sting. And that sold uh, 3 million copies alone in the U.S., 2 million in the U.K., I mean... Pretty great. All right, let's kick it off. Let's see what we got here. Checking the list. Du, 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 du. Who, who is coming up first? Of course, I won't introduce them because uh, because they'll introduce themselves. And uh, you know this guy. He's, uh, he's one of the rotating co-hosts. And let's check out what he has to say. Hey guys, Murray Valeriano, the Rock Solid Podcast and the Road Stories Podcast. Uh, if you feel so inclined, give me a follow on Twitter at Murray V or Murray V Comedy on Instagram. We've been having fun going back and forth discussing these albums and uh, these shows uh, with the Rock Solid listeners. Uh, if you haven't joined the fun, get in on it. Oh, and if you haven't joined the Name That Tune fun. Oh, my God. These are so much fun. A lot of the Rock Solid listeners are doing Name That Tunes through Zoom. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, my Rock Solid boo, Karen Landry, did the first one. Uh, Joshy Fitz G did one really successful. And I believe Steve O'Dockerson is doing one. So if you want to get in there and listen to songs by elves, uh, jump on that. But today we're talking about Sting. What can you say about Sting that hasn't already been said? He's a tool. He's a tool, but God damn it, could he write good songs? I've been on, I was on the solo Sting train up until his fourth or fifth album, Ten Summoners Tales, uh, which is 
uh, a song I picked off that album today. This album did really well, nominated for six Grammys, lost album of the year to the Bodyguard soundtrack, which I think everybody lost to the Bodyguard soundtrack that year. Uh, it also gave us Fields of Gold. Fields of Gold. So if you like that song, just randomly pick a wedding reception going on and drop in. And I'm sure the band will play that at one point. But I picked track number two. I picked track number two. I picked Love is Stronger Than Justice, parentheses, The Munificent Seven. Uh, I like the song because I like the country bent on it. And I like the fact that Sting doesn't take himself too seriously on this, which is rare. Again, Pat, thanks for doing these. And this is Love is Stronger Than Justice, the Rock Solid Podcast. Seven brothers. We had the same father, but different mothers. We keep together like a family should, roaming the country for the common good. It came to pass one fateful day, we found ourselves down Mexico way. The town, the mayor, the PTA, pleading on the knees with us all to stay. We only stopped for a few burritos, and told us of the trouble with Los Banditos. A poor little town in need of aid, but brothers and me have never been afraid. Age of chivalry is not dead Lonesome nights in a cowboy band To be a bride for every man Who chased away the evil gang for That's a fun one. Good choice, Murray Valariano. I like that one. Very nice. Very nice. Ten Sumner's Tales was produced uh, with Sting, or by Sting, with uh, Hugh Padgham. I think that's who produced the first four albums with Sting. Let me check that out. I don't want to... The second album had a bunch of producers, but you was one of them. And uh, Dream of the Blue Turtles was not Hugh Padgham. It was Sting and Pete Smith. But uh, Sting went back to using Padgham because he you know, did such great work with the police. Ghost in the Machine and Synchronicity. So good job, Murray. Good, good pick. All right, coming up next. All right, this is the guy. He, uh, he actually was uh, the co-host of last... It was it Sunday, last Sunday's bonus episode. Uh, let's get crazy for Prince. This is David Wilde. I hope you guys watched the uh, the Prince special, Grammy Salute Prince. And he's here. He wants to talk about uh, a Sting song. Also, two people picked this song that David picked. So you're going to hear David's intro, and then you're going to hear the uh, the listener's intro, and then it'll go into the song. So let's do this. Here we go. Hi, uh, David Wilde here. And my favorite Sting song is a relatively recent one, a song called I Can't Stop Thinking About You uh, from 2016, the 57th and 9th album. And uh, I actually had a meeting uh, with Carol Eric from the Grammys and, and Sting, and we drove to his house and I hadn't listened to the record yet at that point and I it was just out and I put it on and I love this song it's I think with a lot of classic artists you're just so thankful when there's a new song you can love because it isn't played out on the radio eight million times so it's still fresh for me 
Uh, so check out I Can't Stop Thinking About You. And also, if this airs before Tuesday the 21st, watch the Prince Grammy tribute show I worked on. And uh, if it's already aired, go on demand. Uh, I think you'll like that too. But yeah, here's I Can't Stop Thinking About You. Hi there, Pat, and all the listeners out there in Rock Solid Land. This is uh, Ronnie Bergerson calling from Norway. I'm a DJ and a music director for a radio station in the capital of Norway, Oslo. I would like to um, be a part of this listener participation episode uh, regarding Sting's solo catalog because he released an album in 2016 which uh, was his uh, first rock album in 13 years and uh, that album was quite cool it was called 57th and 9th and um, one of uh, the songs on that album actually the first cut and the first single is called I Can't Stop Thinking About You and uh, I catch myself quite often uh, going around singing the hook to that song so it's must be good then i guess so play it pat and uh, thanks for the show it's great especially nowadays when we have nothing else to do than listening to podcast Can't stop thinking about you. That is a great tune. Thank you, David. Thank you, Ronnie. Ronnie's a DJ in uh, Norway, and he likes our show. So that, I think that's a reigning endorsement. Those two guys back to back. That's that's uh, again some street cred for the Rock Solid Podcast. Good job. Love it. Okay, now <laughs> here's what I found out about doing this um, episode. You guys love the same songs you guys pick the same songs and a lot of people leaning heavily on the dream of the blue turtles that's what i found out and the proof is going to be next when we have three clips in a row of three guys picking the exact same song so you're going to hear the three intros in a row and then we're going to go right into the song so Without further ado, call these guys the Three Musketeers. And the reason I do that is because Sting sang that uh, that crappy song with uh, Rod Stewart and um, Brian Adams. All right, here we go. Okay, I'm going to keep this one short and sweet. This is Jeff Scoble from Detroit. I enjoy Sting's solo work, although there are definitely some albums I never listen to anymore. I saw him once in concert, and I have to say it was one of the best live shows I've ever seen. And he did a fantastic version of my favorite Sting song, Fortress Around My Heart, from his debut Dream of the Blue Turtles album. I know it's a big hit, but for me, there isn't another song I love as much. I think the lyrics are incredible, the music is great, particularly the Branford Marsala saxophone solo, and I find it to be a very moving and evocative track. Stay safe, everybody. 
Hey, this is Michael Bagford. I'm going to be playing you a sing song. Surprise, surprise. Uh, this is from Dream of the Blue Turtles. This is the last track on the album. It was also released as a single. If the police had decided to do a follow-up to Synchronicity, I feel like this would have definitely been on it. This has a really great chorus. I hope Pat plays it in the episode. If you follow me on the Twitter, you'll notice I'm part of the Rock Solid Album of the Day group. And this week, I'm covering Sting. There's a high chance that Dream of the Blue Turtles will be covered this week. So check out some of these albums if you would like to. So without further ado, here is Sting, Fortress Around Your Heart. Hey, Pat. It's Kevin Hartbarger checking in again from the suburbs of Chicago. Hope everyone out there is keeping safe and sane, staying inside if you can, washing your hands, all that good stuff. So in June of 1985, I had just turned 16 when Sting put out his first solo album, The Dream of the Blue Turtles, and it quickly became the soundtrack of my summer. The record was constantly on my turntable, cassette was constantly in my car, I listened to it incessantly. I loved this album so much. It's definitely a 10 out of 10 for me. Every track is fantastic. I I could have picked anyone to play tonight. Love is the Seventh Wave, We Work the Black Seam, Consider Me Gone. Really, any one of the 10 tracks is fantastic. But my favorite is definitely Fortress Around Your Heart. Sting, as a writer, really creates literature with his lyrics, and and this is no exception. Uh, Fantastic lyrics with a great melody. The video is awesome. It really is a perfect pop song. And it just takes me back to a a much simpler time of being a teenager and just experiencing this amazing record for the first time. So let's hear Sting, Fortress Around Your Heart. Thanks, Pat. Cries of pity, siege guns have been pounding through the night. It took a day to build a city. We walked through its streets in the afternoon. As I returned across the fields I'd known, I recognized the walls that I'd once made. Had to stop in my tracks for fear. There you go. I played the chorus. Of course I did. How do you not play the chorus? All right. That is a great song. I expected people to pick it. If you didn't pick it, I would have picked it. And Dream of the Blue Turtles, it's, uh, it's one of his best albums. You know I'm not a vinyl guy, although I have vinyl. I'm listening to vinyl. I'm not a vinyl guy. But I do own that one on vinyl. 
All right. Uh, let me play one. Let me pick one. Here's an album that none of you picked songs from. And uh, this is Sting's third album, The Soul Cages. And I like this album so much. So let's go with the first single from that album, which was All This Time. Another platinum album from Sting, released January 22nd, 1991. Still remember where I lived when I bought that album. Lived in Glenview, Illinois. My roommate at the time was John Bongiorno. Not John Bon Jovi. John Bongiorno. Who just texted me three seconds ago. Asking me why I'm up so early. But that's uh, all this time from the Soul Cages. Love that song. Let's move on and see what uh, what you guys got for me. What's next? Who's next? Oh, here we go. This guy. I'm gonna just. Uh, this is one of our rock solid artists. Does a lot of the artwork for us, and he's having some fun with his clip today. So let's uh, let's hear it. That is the smooth sounds of James Ingram and Michael McDonald with Yamo Be There here on KRSP Rock Solid Podcast Radio. You are here listening to The Skunk on the Unobtrusive Storm. At your home of the synthiest, the deepest, the R&Best hits of today. Speaking of R&B and speaking of smooth, we're going to be grooving on with a little love from Gordon Sumner from the Sacred Love album of 2003, a song so schlumpy, I might call it a seagull stinkaroo. Here is Sting with Never Coming Home. All right, that was uh, Kyle Hildreth with Never Coming Home from the Sacred Love album 
Kyle added the song to his clip, so that's why uh didn't sound as uh, dynamic as the other Sting songs I've been playing. Uh, yeah, the next time, uh, you don't have to do that. You don't have to add your song. <laughs> you can if you want. I could have replaced it. I should have. It's on me. I blame myself. Yeah, so that's from 2003, Sacred Love. That also went platinum, which uh, says something about Sting. People buy the Sting albums. And uh, that's one I'm not... Uh, I got to listen to that one again. I think it was Carrie Scott, keeper of the Rock Solid database, who said that she really enjoys that album and that I should give that another listen. So maybe this week I'll listen to that. Since it's uh, it's not Sting Week, unless you're Michael Bagford, but uh, maybe I'll give that one a listen. Because I remember not caring for that one. I'll try it. All right. This next guy, he went uh, went with a deep cut, which is cool. Let's check this out. Hey there, Pat. Justin Harris here. Longtime listener. This is my first time sending anything in. I am part of the Patreon club at the $2 level. Everybody thank, put thank in you, on Justin. that. Thank you, Justin. Thank you. Really enjoy the show. Um, love Sting. I've always loved him. Uh, I'm more of a U2 fan, but really love The Police and Sting. And the uh, song I wanted to submit is a song called Valparaiso which is off of the Mercury Falling album, which I feel is kind of an underrated album. It's, it's really great. Um, I think Valparaiso is basically about a place where it doesn't really exist, but, it, uh, but it's uh, kind of something uh, to strive for, uh, something uh, that's uh, mystical and legendary. Um, I don't know if that's true. It probably does exist, and I'm just making shit up, but... Um, it's a great song. Every time it comes on, I just want to harmonize with it because it's such a beautiful song. And so enjoy it, Rock Solid listeners. Uh, thanks so much, Pat. Love the show. Talk to you later. Bye. Chase the dog star the sea. Oh, my true love is waiting for me. The south wind canvas the stars, harness the moonlight so she can safely go round the Cape Horn to Valparaiso. That's a deep cut from Mercury Falling from 1996. Also one platinum. Sting must have a ton of platinum albums hanging up around his castle. He doesn't live in a townhouse. Got to be in a castle, right? And uh, Justin, thanks again for being a uh, Patreon supporter. Enter some of the contests, Justin. Win a prize. You know, $2 a month, you can win prizes. Why wouldn't you? Maybe this week you win this Harry Styles Fine Line CD. All right, next up is this guy's cool. He has his own band called Yes Dear. Lives in Nashville. I uh, met him uh, at the Grammys. 
He's uh, He works on the Grammys, works on a lot of shows. David Wilde introduced me to this guy. We've hung out, went to see Ace Freely together at the Canyon Club. And uh, I like this guy. He's got, uh, I think his family unit's the same as mine. It's him and then all girls. So uh, let's listen to, uh, not even going to introduce him because he's going to introduce himself. Check out his uh, band's CD. Band's called Yes, Dear. Here we go. What's up, everybody? Double J, Josh Jackson, coming at you from Pegram, Tennessee, right outside of Nashville. And if I have to pick a favorite Sting solo song, I'm going to go with one of his more popular tunes from the late 80s, and that is We'll Be Together off of Nothing Like the Sun. I love the song. It's a great 80s tune, has that feel, always makes me think of high school. Uh, but the main reason I love this song are the great... Uh, R&B female background vocalist. Just love, love, love that stuff. Just gives it a little more grit to have them in there. Just really makes the song for me. And actually, I enjoy the original recorded version of this song, which came out a little later on the Fields of Gold Greatest Hits compilation that includes... Eric Clapton doing guitar fills, which replaced a lot of the 80s synth stuff that was in that uh, radio version from the late 80s. So to me, again, it just gives it a little more grit and just makes a great song even better. There's Clapton. forgotten about that version so i'm glad that uh, josh suggested that one i've always loved those background vocals too but i forgot that there was a version with eric clapton on guitar and when i say forgot i mean i might not have ever known it this might be all new to me even though it was in my uh, cd collection the fields of gold the best of sting 1984 to 1994 so, you know, you request it, you request a rare cut, I'll find it, I'll play it. I'm not above it. All right, moving on, we're moving back to the dream of the Blue Turtles. Again, we got a song that two people have chosen. So we're going to do a back-to-back intro of the song, and we're going to go right into that song. So this first gentleman has never contributed. So he's new, and then you'll hear a, you'll hear a person that has contributed, I think, uh, Every week that we've done this. And that's fine. You can do it as many times as you want. I need the help. I'm alone. Hey, everybody. It's Scott Adams from Flowery Branch, Georgia. 
Long-time listener, first-time caller. Anyway, uh, the song I'd like you to play on this episode is from Sting's solo uh, debut, uh, Dream of the Blue Turtles. This song is actually based on a novel by a writer named Anne Rice of the Vampire Chronicles. And the, uh, the book's title was Interview with a Vampire, which is about a vampire from New Orleans that has to kill what it desires, what it loves. Great song, fantastic lyrics, very stripped-down sound. I love it. I can listen to it over and over again on repeat. Um, the song is called Moon Over Bourbon Street. Hope you like it. Hi, Pat. It's Karen uh, in Canada. Um, my favorite uh, Sting song would be Moon Over Bourbon Street. Why? I really don't know. It's kind of jazzy and dark, and I really like it. Thank you. There's a moon over Bourbon Street tonight. I see faces as they pass beneath the pale lamp light. I've no choice but to follow that call. The bright lights, the people, and the moon and all I pray every day to be strong For I know what I do must be wrong Or you'll never see my shade or hear the sound of my feet while there's a moon over Bourbon Street Love that song. That is actually Sting playing the double bass on Moon Over Bourbon Street. Bass duties on the rest of the album are handled by Daryl Jones, who, uh, if you don't know it, has been with the Rolling Stones for, I don't know, 30 years Still won't put that guy on the album cover, though. It's just, uh, it's just uh, Mick, Keith, Ronnie, and uh, and Charlie. They'll pay you money, Daryl, but they're not gonna, they're gonna make you an official member. Who else plays on this album? I think Murray mentioned earlier. This, this, uh, he just put together a great band for this. Omar Hakim on drums, Daryl Jones on bass, Kenny Kirkland on keyboards, Branford Marsalis on saxophones and percussion. I mean, if you're going to do a solo album, you, you might as well do something different than what you did with your band. And that's what Sting did with Dream of the Blue Turtles. Good album. All right, what do we got next? All right, we're going to move on to a different album. That's cool. This is, uh, this is from a person who's actually co-hosted the show. She co-hosted the Replacements episode. And I can't wait till social distancing is finished and... She comes to visit L.A. again, and we'll do another record. Whatever she wants to do, we'll do it. And we're going to do a, a, we're going to go to the Brand New Day album. So, if you hear the cat, the cat is like, right now, Fila is rubbing her face on the laptop. Please don't touch the keyboard. Don't do it. She's rubbing her face on the microphone. This will be interesting. Here we go. 
Hi, Rock Solid friends. This is Carly Anderson calling from Denver, Colorado. And the song I chose is Desert Rose from the Brand New Day album. I love it because it has a Middle Eastern flair to it. And there's also a beautiful duet uh, towards the end with staying in an Algerian singer that is just fantastic. I like it because it's so different than the rest of the Brand New Day album. And I think one of the things that has made Sting uh, have so much staying power is because he's always willing to experiment with new sounds. And this is evidence of that. So I hope you enjoy it. Desert Rose from Brand New Day. Brand New Day, I think, did very well. Let me check that out. Brand New Day sold 3 million copies. Impressive. 1999. Way to go, Sting. Let me get into my list. Let me play a song here. Let me find out what I have. Oh, here's one. I'll, I'll play this one for you. This is from a soundtrack called The Object of My Affection. I believe that's with Paul Rudd and Jennifer Aniston. Movie came out in 1998. Uh, my wife and I, Pilar, saw this movie. And we enjoyed this, uh, this song that Sting sang. It's a cover. It's a standard. And we thought, uh, we thought hey, maybe this is the song that we'll use to... Oh, come on, Fila. What are you doing to me? What are you doing? This is the song. This is the song that we decided we would use as our first dance at our wedding later that year. We got married in September, 98. And uh, we love this song in the movie and we still love the song. But what we found out is it's just not, it's not, come on, cat. What the heck? It's just not the, oh my God. I'm going to start this song and then this cat's getting kicked out. It's just not, uh, it's just not the, the best song to dance to. It's difficult to dance to. Here we go. Life was a song You came along I lay awake The whole night through should dare to think you care this is what I'd say to you you were my 
See, it's very slow. So if you're dancing to this, it almost feels like you're not even moving. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm just not a good dancer. You were all those good things rolled into one. You're like a All right, staying with you were meant for me. He does do a he does do standards very well. I'm not a I'm not big on standards. But if someone does them well, like Linda Ronstadt, then I like it. Like Rod Stewart, I don't like it. I love Rod Stewart. I do not own those standards albums. They're no good. All right, one of the Rock Solid family is back. Let's check this guy out. Hey, guys, Murray Valeriano again. Uh, man, Pat has gotten me going down the rabbit hole of Sting solo material. I'm going to be listening to this every day for the next few weeks, driving my wife crazy. But uh, I stumbled onto this song, which I love, which I uh, one of my favorite Sting songs of all time. This is off of Nothing Like the Sun. This is uh, Englishman in New York. Uh, such a great song. I love Branford Marcellus's saxophone on it. There's this weird tonally off drum break in it. I believe Manu Kache is uh, doing that drum break. Uh, but overall, it's just a, it's a great song. This is Englishman in New York. Rock Solid Podcast. Don't drink coffee, I take tea, my dear. I like my toast on one side. You can hear it in my accent when I talk. I'm an Englishman in New York. Walking down Fifth Avenue, walking cane here at my side. Take it everywhere I walk. I'm an Englishman in New York. Whoa, I'm an alien. I'm a legal alien. I'm an Englishman in Nothing like the sun. Now remember, I'm not a vinyl guy. But I also own that one on vinyl. Picked those both up uh, around Christmas time when uh, Barnes & Noble was having a 50% off vinyl sale. So yeah, that's that's when I picked these up. Not a vinyl guy. Uh, Great players on this album. I think this is my favorite Sting album. If I have to choose one, I think it's uh, Nothing Like the Sun. Hiram Bullock's on this album. Andy Summers plays guitar on a couple songs. Clapton, Mark Knopfler. Good tunes. I like it. I like this album a lot. All right, let's move on to our next... uh, Oh, this person's going to go back to that 57th and 9th album. Let's hear this. G'day, it's Vanessa Marklin's calling from The Land Down Under. I was a fan of the 80s police and saw them play live when they toured here, but I have to admit to not closely following Sting's solo career over the years. So out of curiosity, I listened to the 2016 release of 57th and 9th and really enjoyed it. Diversity of tunes appealed to me, but the track Petrol Head particularly caught my attention as having some of that essence of early police, which I really liked. 
I'll be interested to hear your thoughts on this record, Pat. Petrolhead from 57th and 9th. All right. Vanessa said she'd be interested in hearing uh, my opinions of this album. No one ever asked for my opinion, Vanessa, so thank you. I just give my opinion. No one wants it. No one asks for it. Uh, 57th and 9th. I remember when it was coming out and they released uh, they released the single, Can't Stop Thinking About You, and I loved it, and I got excited for the album. And Petrolhead is also a great song off the album. But for me, it it didn't um, it doesn't live up to to the hype of, hey, this is Sting's first rock album. I mean, I guess technically it is, but uh, I don't feel like it's great. I mean, it's got ten songs. I think I probably really love four of them, and then the other six, I just um, I just you know, I think it's just okay. So uh, again, maybe another one I should revisit, but that's just uh, off the top of my head. That's what my uh, my thoughts are on the album. You know, it's a, it's like when you used to buy an album, it, it, like a great single would come out and then you'd pick up the album and then that was like the only good song in the album, which is always a bummer. And uh, yeah, I, th- I think this has just just a handful of good tunes. And uh, I would love I would love Sting to do a, a, another rock album and uh, and have it be stellar. Or don't do a rock album, just do an album like Dream of the Blue Turtles with, you know, lots of different textures. That's that's what I'm saying. All right, let's go back to 1987. My favorite, Nothing Like the Sun. Here we go. Hi, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. This is David Nickel from Ontario, Canada. My pick for this Sting Pandemic show is Lazarus Heart from 1987's Nothing Like the Sun. A great opening song with Andy Summers guesting on guitar. I also saw a show from this tour and have a quick story about it. It was the summer of 1987 and I had a summer job with the provincial government in Victoria, BC. I was on the night shift which went from 2 to 10 p.m. About an hour into my shift, the boss asked why I looked so bummed out and I told her I would have liked to go to Sting that night. She said she didn't have a problem with that, so I bolted. I jumped on a bus and a ferry to Vancouver Three and a half hours later, I made it to the show just in time. I bought myself a single floor ticket, and Ted Danson from Cheers was right next to me. I was wearing a t-shirt from a local tennis tournament, and he asked me all about the Vancouver tennis scene and where he could play. So when I showed up the next day for my work shift, my boss was kind of pissed and asked what the hell happened to me the previous night. I told her I went to see Sting's concert in Vancouver, and it was great. 
She said, geez, I thought you just wanted to leave a bit early to go to the Sting, which was a nearby pub. Anyways, <laughs> thanks for putting these podcasts together, Pat. These shows are fun, and it's a great way to come together with other Rock Solid listeners while we wait things out during these crazy times. Excellent choice, David. David Nickel trying to outdo David Wilde with the name drop. Goes to see uh, Sting in Canada. Ted Danson. Right next to him. That's a great story. I love it. And look at the, uh, look at everything. There's like trains, planes, trains, and automobiles to get to this Sting show. Took a ferry? It's crazy. Good choice, David. The Lazarus Heart. Can't even say it. The Lazarus Heart. Kicks off the album. See, you know, growing up in Pennsylvania and just, uh, you know, having access to the, you know, the what you want to call corporate rock or your meat and potatoes rock, you know, Journey and Sticks, things like that, Foreigner. And then you drop the needle on a song like this. And it just, uh, you know, it just opens you up to all different uh, styles of music and different instrumentation and, and just, uh, it's like a, I don't know, I don't want to say masterclass, but I said it, you know, it just, uh, it's so cool. I mean, you know, think about the songs on the uh, first police album, Outlandish Day of More, and then listen to this. I mean, it's so different. But, uh, you know, I gotta, you know, Sting's, uh, I gotta say genius. I don't like to throw it out there, but I will. Genius. All right, guess what album we're going back to, folks? The Dream of the Blue Turtles. This time, another song that two people picked. First, uh, first person we're going to hear from, we've heard from before. And I don't know if, uh, well, he's co-hosted the show with me, the second guy. So uh, let's enjoy their take on this uh, classic song. It was a single. Here we go. Hi, this is Lisa Solak from Chicagoland. I have nothing to promote, but if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at ALA005. My pick this week is Russians. I was a young teen when Russians came out. The Cold War of the 80s was raging, and in my young mind, I thought Reagan was going to get us all killed. 
Not only was the song melodically beautiful to me, I also found it calming in a sense that it gave a different point of view of what may be happening on the other side. That's it. Enjoy. Hey, it's P.F. Wilson from the P.F.'s Tape Recorder Comedy Podcast, uh, on which Pat has been a guest at least twice. Uh, I also did the OMD UFO, actually it was the UFOMD episode with Pat last summer on Rock Solid. I also produce uh, and can be heard sometimes on the Cincy Shirts podcast. It's a podcast about Cincinnati, not about t-shirts. Uh, so if you're from the area or know someone from the area, have them tune in. And I also produce a podcast called Cockpits and Cocktails. It's two uh, lady pilots discussing aviation and uh, all things related to aircraft and airplanes and whatnot. Give it a listen, why don't you? And it looks like my time is up. So thanks, Pat. No, I'll make this real quick, though. Uh, I thought this was going to be a lot harder than it turned out to be. Uh, I like a lot of Sting songs. I like all of his solo work. But uh, my favorite album is probably Mercury Falling as a whole. My, my two favorite Sting songs are from the first album, Love is a Seventh Wave, and Russians, both of which were singles. And while uh, Love is a Seventh Wave is a bouncier tune and is more in my basket, boy, I got to love Russians. Uh, it's pretentious. It's Sting being a smarty pants. He sounds great on it. He mixes classical music into it. And I like reggae Sting a lot. I like pop Sting, rock Sting a lot. Not keen on jazz Sting. Uh, classical music Sting? I like him, too. So anyway, uh, and I also love the fact that Russians was actually a single. Uh, what a gutsy move by A&M and Sting. And uh, let's see, Love the Seventh Wave got to 17, and Russians got to 16 in the United States. That's crazy. So anyway, um, uh, this is my favorite Sting solo tune. Uh, take it away, Pat. It's uh, this Russians by Sting. P.F. Wilson, he calls that smarty pants sting. I do like that lyric, uh, we share the same biology regardless of ideology. I like that. P.F. Wilson, of course, I am P.F. Dodson. Francis is my middle name. That's my stand-up comedy name. Everyone calls me Pat Francis, like all together. Like, not like it's my last name. They call it, it's like, it's Pat hyphen Francis. I don't mind it. It's my name. All right, here's another uh, of the rotating co-hosts. He's uh, he's laying it down for us. You can tell he's bored. He did a lot of production and stuff for this clip. But uh, this guy and I talked about John Bongiorno earlier. There was a time when John Bongiorno and Mike Siegel and I, we all lived together in Chicago. 
So here we go. Now you know who it is. Travels the world, performs on the boats. All that stuff is on hold right now, but he will be back on the high seas, making the old people laugh, and hopefully uh, traveling, getting to check off more sights of the world that he hasn't seen. Here we go. Mike Siegel. Hello, Rock Solid listeners. This is Mike Siegel, rotating co-host, second only in Rock Solid appearances to Pat Francis himself. Yes, in for the long haul. Some might say I have nowhere else to go. Well, that's especially true nowadays. So Pat gave me homework. Now, not too long ago, Pat and I did a deep dive on the entire Police album catalog, and that was fun. What an amazing band. But Sting is a solo artist? Look, a lot of people rag on Sting, and we have done our fair share of jokes at Sting's expense over the years. But let me just say, it's not just us. The good folks over at Family Guy got in on the action as well. Sweet, and I promise you'll be able to understand all the words. Not like Sting, where you can only understand the last three. <laughs> and who could forget? All right, party people, please clear the dance floor for the bride and groom's first dance. And here to sing a romantic ballad is the one and only Sting. <laughs> As you can see, Sting is an easy target. But I'm not just going to bash Sting because I do like a lot of his work, and especially the 90s albums. I think if you're going to pick up just one, I would go with 10 Summoner's Tales. But in the 2000s, a lot of things changed for old Stingaroo. He was in his 50s, the business has changed. And look, Sting is an artist, a far more talented artist than myself. And if anybody's earned the right to do whatever the hell he wants, Sting is one of them. Pat and I played a few songs from the Sting collaboration with Shaggy that came out last year, which on paper sounds atrocious, but I actually kind of liked it. And I think one of the reasons I did like it is because Sting seemed like he was having fun. But in the early 2000s, we got serious Sting, artistic Sting, melancholy Sting. And if you think Sting is melancholy, well, strap in, brothers and sisters, because Sting, in 2006, decided to make an album called Songs from the Labyrinth, featuring music by composer John Dowland, who lived in the late 1600s and was a poet and was known for being uh, quite melancholy himself, and decided to accompany these poems and music with Bosnian lutenist Eden Karamazov. Hoo-hoo, I can tell you're jonesing for the dance floor. Well, needless to say that an album of Sting reading the letters and poems of a melancholy British writer from the 1600s, while accompanied by a lute, failed to take the charts by storm, and it only made people pile on his pretentiousness even more. So while everybody's playing great music from Sting's solo years, I thought I'd give old Sting the traditional Seagull Stinkaroo treatment. So from the 2006 Songs from the Labyrinth album, here is... Men say that the king of Spain is making great preparation. Yeah, that's the title. Enjoy. Or don't. Hey, you! It's a seagull stinkaroo. Men say that the king of Spain is making great preparation to come for England this next summer. Where if it pleased your honor to advise me, I would most willingly lose my life against them. Most humbly beseeching your honor to pardon my ill writing and to think that I desire to serve my country 
and hope to hear of your good opinion of me. From Nuremberg, this 10th of November, 1595. Your honors most bound and forever, John Dowland. All right. <laughs> okay, wait. There's so much to unpack here. First of all, I would say that's a, that's a seagull stingaroo. <laughs> Who? I don't own this. I didn't buy this album. Now, if I see this thing used for like three bucks, I'm going to pick it up now. But who actually listens to that? Who puts that on in the car? Hey, we're going to the beach. Throw in that uh, Sting Loot CD. I mean, or do you listen to it around the house? I mean, I, I don't know what, I mean, maybe this is something you put on with some headphones when you're, when you're, when you need something to lull, lull you to sleep at night. Maybe that's when you listen to this. I, I don't know. That was a, that was rough. That was, that was a tough one. Also, those clips from Family Guy, the first one sounded like that was really Sting. So I don't know if that's sex, uh, sex, sex McFarlane. I don't know. <laughs> that's my porn name. I'm Sex McFarlane. Uh, I don't know if Seth McFarlane is doing that Sting impression or if the first one was really Sting and the second one was Seth. I don't know. But that first one sounded ridiculous. That was right on the money. All right, I'm going to play a song since Mike brought up the uh, the Sting and Shaggy album called 44876. Uh, this song is called Dreaming in the USA. Just I'm just playing something fun to get that loot album out of my head. Here we go. I was a boy, I was dreaming of the USA All the movies I see are from the same place All the music I love is from the USA All stars that I see have an American face The only blue jeans I wear are from the USA Sneakers here on my feet, they are American made President Monroe and Dean are from the USA Louis Armstrong, Sinatra, and Marvin and shaggy so i had to let you hear a little bit of shaggy i really love this album this is so much fun i really recommend it i think they toured together too i think they did shows i'm almost positive they played here in la all right let's move on to uh who's up next uh, here we go now this guy picked a song from the brand new day album but this version isn't from the brand new day album so i'm going to let him explain what's going on here hey pat and fellow rock solid listeners it's tony greathouse down in alabama hope everyone is well there's several sting songs i could have chosen but i wanted to pick a deeper cut I really love the song Filler Up from 1989's Brand New Day, which is a duet with James Taylor. I don't really care for this version of the song as much as I like the song. 
So I'm going to break the rule a little bit and submit Earl Scruggs' version with Sting on vocals. Hope it's okay. If you haven't heard that Earl Scruggs album from 2001, you should listen to it. It's pretty good. Started about 30 seconds in, you get a pretty good idea of what it sounds like. And y'all be sweet. Here come a big shot from the city. V8 engine, she runs so bright. For her up, son, unleaded. I need a full tank of gas where I'm headed. Tony Greathouse. Again, that last name, a little braggadocious. I'm sure your house is fine. Uh, Earl Scruggs and Friends. This album, I think you can buy it on iTunes for like $7.99. I love this song. Here's some other people that are on the album with uh, Earl. Elton John, Dwight Yoakam, Billy Bob Thornton, Melissa Etheridge, Steve Martin, Vince Gill, John Fogarty, Johnny Cash, Don Henley. 12 songs. Yeah, I want to I want to get this album. And like uh, you know, he did a Sting song with Sting, he does a Melissa Etheridge song with Melissa Etheridge, with Elton John, he does Country Comfort. Good choice. I like that. Very nice, Tony. Great I'm going to say great. Great choice. All right, moving on. Here's another guy. Friend of the show, Joe Reynolds. Joe and I, uh, we do a lot of file sharing lately. We're sequestered at the, at the house. We call it uh, we call it working on our iTunes. That's what uh, I call it playing with iTunes. You know, Pilar often says, "What are you doing?" I go, I'm "Playing playing on iTunes." She's like, "What do you mean you're playing on iTunes?" Hey, you know, I'm putting typing in the the you know the, the songwriter. I'm uh, maybe uh, cutting pasted lyrics in there. I'm uh, putting some high res artwork. It's uh, it's very relaxing for me. Is it uh, is it important to the world? No. When I die, will anyone know that I did this? No. It'll just be a hard drive of crap that I've put together. But it's fun. Remember on the Osbournes? Did you watch the Osbournes when Ozzy would be sitting at the at the kitchen table with a coloring book, and you'd just be like with colored pencils, he's coloring. That's what this is for me. Okay. Enough said. Uh, Joe went a little bit out of the box with his pick. I'll let him introduce it. Here we go. Hi, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. This is Joe Reynolds from Philly. It's way too difficult to pick my favorite Sting solo song, so I chose a duet with Nicole Scherzinger. It's kind of a quirky song, but I really like it. The, their voices blend together perfectly. The underlying guitar that plays during the verse is reminiscent of the guitar on Every Breath You Take, which is kind of cool. 
I don't think this was an accident. I think it was probably done that way on purpose. It's tough to get a real sense of the song with this brief clip, so I encourage all you Sting fans to seek this song out. It's a cool one. It's called Powers Out, and it's from Nicole Scherzinger's album Killer Love. Enjoy. Thanks. Just in case you need help. Scherzinger. That's a tough name. Props to her for keeping her real name. She could have easily changed that last name to Francis. Easier for the people to uh, to pronounce. What kind of a favor do you get to call in to get Sting on your debut album? That was from 2011. She's only released two albums, 2011 and 2014. Six years ago. From the Pussycat Dolls, I believe. And she's probably the most famous pussycat doll, right? She's now one of the uh, the judges on that uh, on that show. I hate the mask singer. Jesus Christ. Jesus fucking Christ. At least she has two albums. She's qualified to be on the panel. Her and Robin Thicke are qualified to be on that panel. If I'm going to rant, I'm going to say, why is Jenny McCarthy on that show? She's terrible. She has nothing to do with music. She's not funny. I, I, I have no idea. And it's 2020. She's not, she's not relevant. And then Ken Jong. Oh my God, Ken Jong. Amazing in movies. Amazing on as a guest on a TV show. You a writer writes some funny lines, and that Ken Jong. He can deliver it. Great comedic actor. Now, as a judge who's supposed to bring the comedy, a zero. It's it's terrible. It's painful. That's why when you watch that show, and again, I tape it, and then I just fast forward to the end to see what uh, what Nudnik is going to remove that mask and who's going to be underneath there. That's what I want to know. But that, I... Ken Jeong does not bring the funny. And that's why when you watch it, if they have a guest judge, it's always a comedian to prop Ken Jeong up. All right, I'm on a rant. I'm sorry. I should take, uh, you know, be nice. We gotta be nice. 
God, if Kyle was here, he would have gone crazy on that for 10 minutes. I wish Kyle was here for that. All right, here's uh, here's someone who has uh, co-hosted the show with me uh, many times. She's uh, very passionate about music, and uh, she's a lot of fun, and I love her enthusiasm when she co-hosts, and here we go. Hey, everybody at Rock Solid. This is Christine Blackburn, and I'm happy to be with you again. When Pat... Uh, called me and asked me if I would talk about Sting a little bit. Well, that was a gift because uh, I used to be a huge Sting fan. I mean, now, you know, Sting with the loot and everything, I'm not as big a fan, but you guys know how it is. Like, music puts a timestamp on, like, what's happening in your life. So when I hear Sting, I go back to a place in time I can feel the air I was breathing, the food I was eating, the the TV and movies that I was watching. And uh and boy, I can think about staying very specifically in 1998. I had uh, just been in Los Angeles for about 6 months and I was hanging out with my 24-year-old neighbor who had just arrived from New York and uh we became really good friends. You know, we ended up having all this stuff in common. And anyway, he's the one who turned me on to Sting. Uh, Sting solo stuff, you know. He would come over from next door and uh, we would open the windows. And, uh, you know, we were both from the Midwest. And we just loved being in Los Angeles. And the wind would blow through the apartment and we'd drink beers and we'd crank up the Sting. And... uh you know, it was a it was a simpler time. I mean, this was before I married that guy, had a baby with him, and uh, ultimately divorced him. So there you go. But uh, I have to say, 1998, man, it was a great year in my life, and Sting's music had a lot to do with it. So the song I'm choosing to talk about first, yes, I have two songs. Sorry, Pat. You can cut one out if you want, but I'll kill you. But go ahead. Uh, the first song I want to introduce is called Seven Days. Uh, it's an upbeat song. It's on Sting's fourth solo album, and in my opinion, it's his best, Ten Sumner's Tale. came out in 1993. Sumner, of course, is Sting's last name, his real last name. And if you remember, the cover of the album is yellow, and you see like this old castle with Sting and this huge horse, which was actually Sting's horse. This album was nominated for six Grammy Awards, including Album of the Year. And again, I just love it. So here it is, Seven Days. Seven days was all she wrote. Kind of ultimatum note she gave to me. She gave to me. When I thought the field had cleared, it seems another suit appeared. To challenge me Oh, it's me Though I hate to make a choice My options are decreasing Mostly rapidly Well, we'll see I don't think she'd bluff this time I really have to make a mind It's plain to see it's him or me
again, seven days, you guys, the simplicity of the lyrics, you know, going through the days of the week. And then it also had that 5-4 timing, which is super different. And you don't hear that often in pop music at all. Anyway, I, I urge you to listen to the entire song, Seven Days. Okay, and the next song I want to talk about is from Sting's very next album. It's his fifth studio album in 1996, and it's called Mercury Falling. And uh, this is a really good album through and through, honestly. And this is just another song that I adore of Sting's. He wrote it uh, and recorded it, of course. And he also recorded the song as a duet with country music artist Toby Keith. It's kind of interesting. Anyway, it's a beautiful song, and uh, keeping in the theme of the first song we talked about, (laughs) this song kind of reminds me of my divorce. So it's a little bit sad, but it's, uh, it's an upbeat song, but the lyrics are pretty depressing. So there you go. That's Sting. Seven weeks have passed now since she left me. The kids are fine That they miss me Maybe I could come And babysit sometime She says, are you okay? I was worried about you Can you forgive me? I hope that you'll be happy I I'm so happy That I can't stop crying Another man, I wondered how you felt about it. I'm so happy that I can stop crying. I'm so happy I'm laughing through my tears. All right, you guys, one more time on behalf of me, Christine Blackburn, thank you so much for tuning in to Rock Solid. I adore this show. And when you get a chance, head over to my podcast, Storyworthy, and leave me a good review, would you? Come on, that always helps. Thanks, Pat. Love you guys. Good picks, Christine. Excellent, excellent, excellent. All right, let me uh, let me unpack some info for you. Uh, Sting's real last name is Sumner. Gordon Matthew Sumner. This album is 10 Sumner's Tales. I don't know if that's a play on his last name. Maybe it is. Maybe Christine knows something. I don't know. But uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that a little bit different. Also, in 1998, the first five Sting albums were digitally remastered, but only released in the UK. And all the music I'm playing today from the first five are from those CDs because, of course, I own those. I'm a sucker for that remastered stuff. But uh, Ten Summoner's Tales actually had a song on it that wasn't on the original release called uh, Everybody's Laughed But You. So let's play that. Let's hear that. Let me find it because I wasn't going to play it. But in the moment, I decided I would. So here we go.
everybody laughed but you. Uh, the other album Christine featured was Mercury Falling. There was also a song on that album that was excluded from the uh, Canada and U.S. releases, but it was on those remasters, and that one is called 25 to Midnight. So let's hear that. songs i don't know why those were uh excluded from the canadian and u.s releases i guess they knew that i would repurchase that album uh a couple years later these uh these sting albums there's tons of bonus tracks and b-sides and stuff that have not been released like when i go to wikipedia it tells me all the songs that were featured as b-sides and bonus tracks on cd singles and I actually think Sting should revisit his catalog and do two disc sets of uh, all these first five or six albums and uh, give us all the stuff. I want all the songs. I want all the stuff. All right. Next up, another guy who's uh, participated before and he's back uh, right now. Hi, this is Matt Berkey. I don't know a lot about Sting's solo career, or anything about it, but I do know that he was important for the soundtrack for the Disney film The Emperor's New Groove, and he recorded a English version, but also a Spanish and Italian version of the lead song from that album, My Funny Friend and Me, and the Italian version is the funniest to listen to. Nella calma della notte. Cielo illuminato Ed il giorno è un po' stanco Vuoi parlare del passato Ho scoperto sai Dov'è che sbaglio Ti puoi confondere Lo so All right. Thank you, Matt Berkey. I don't know if we needed uh, Sting singing in Italian or not. I mean, does Sting speak Italian? What happens when people do these? I mean, is this, uh, do they sing phonetically? 
You know what I mean? I mean, I just, uh, I find it, uh, I mean, I guess, I guess if you're, I guess if you're Italian, live in Italy and you love Sting, I guess, I guess you embrace something like this, but it always, uh, it always strikes me as, uh, as funny when, uh, when these kind of, uh, foreign language albums appear. There's just another example. That's a tried and true. That's a tried and true rock solid drop. Makes me feel good when I hear it. Makes me laugh. All right, let me play a song. I like this one. This is off uh, Nothing Like the Sun. This is, uh, this is from my playlist. This is uh, Rock Steady. Song about Noah. You know, guy with the ark. Love that song. It's from the aforementioned Nothing Like the Sun. Again, that's the one I would say is my favorite. All right, moving along. What's next? Scrolling through, scrolling, scrolling. Uh, okay, here we go. This guy's contributed before. We even uh, ended one of the shows, the Van Halen episode, I believe. We ended with um, an original song by him. I'm burping. Sorry. Darren, listening from sunny Australia. Now, I'm a big fan of the band The Police, but i got to say, Sting's solo career to me was very patchy. I'm going to break the rules a little and mention a stinkeroo, and that's his book he released in the 2000s called Broken Music. <laughs> But the song I do like a lot, and I assume many listeners will mention it too, is of course Fields of Gold. Forget the sun 
took her love for to gaze a while upon the fields of Bali. In his arms she fell as her hair came down among the fields of gold. Will you stay with me? Will you be my love among the fields of Bali? We'll forget the sun. As we lie in fields of gold Darren augmented his seagull stinkeroo to, uh, to do a super shit on Sting's book <laughs> I, uh, I had to turn around and check my, uh, my rock bio shelf to to make sure that the book I have is that one. And yes, I do have it. I have not read it. I know uh, Mike Siegel has read it. And I think that's what Mike said too. It's just kind of boring. So, um, oh well. I recommend a book that I also have called Lyrics by Sting. I love these big hardbound lyric books. I have one from Springsteen, Paul Simon, Sting, and I believe uh, Rico, Rico Cassick of the Cars. And uh, those are cool. I love those, you know. And Queen, I have one from Queen. You know, leaf through and read the lyrics. I love that. So uh, maybe get uh, lyrics by Sting instead of uh, instead of what was it called? Was it broken something. All I heard was like a, a major um, major fart noises. All right, buckle in. This is our longest clip of the day. It's. Uh, also referencing a song that three other people have referenced earlier. But at the end of this uh, clip, you're going to hear a remix version that appeared on Fields of Gold, The Best of Sting, 1984 to 1994. So with that, he's an, he's an American hero, retired fireman, probably saved many a life. And uh, he rocks. I've seen uh, Lenny Kravitz with him and his son Ryan. And we've seen Iron Maiden together in Oakland. So buckle in for three minutes and 29 seconds. Hello, Pat. Hello, Rocks All the Family. This is Tom Neuerberg, BFF to the Stars, loyal listener from the outskirts of the Bay Area, California, uh, calling in today to keep my Cal Ripken Jr. streak going of participating in the bonus episodes. I told Pat this was going to be a tough one for me. Sting solo. I don't know, it just doesn't do much for me. I, I, I just, uh, I like the police, just never really cared too much for Sting's solo work. But uh, then I remembered a specific memory I have associated with a Sting solo song. The song is Fortress Around Your Heart. I believe it was the first single from his first solo album. And the reason it has such a strong, vivid memory for me is I can remember at the time it was a new song, it was on the radio. Me and three of my buddies had driven over to San Francisco to have, you know, to do some drinking and carousing. I mean, after all, we were like 18 years old. And uh, one of my buddies, uh, we, dro- we drove up to Coit Tower, which if any of you are familiar with San Francisco, Coit Tower is a famous landmark. It looks out, uh, you drive up this big hill and then it looks out over the city. My buddy Joe, for some reason, was our designated driver that night, even though he had probably drank more than the rest of us combined. And... Uh, we did not know it at the time, but Joe had, was battling a pretty bad case of, uh, of bipolar and 
you know, this is early mid eighties and that really wasn't a well-known thing at the time. We just, none of us understood why every so often, you know, Joe just kind of went off the rails. Well, just so happened that that night was one of those times. And I can remember driving down the hill from Coit Tower. So it's a, it's a narrow windy road with parked cars on either side. And Joe driving down that hill just way too fast. And the three of us were like going, hey, Joe, slow down, man, slow down. And he'd be like, ah, shut up. Then next thing you know, we're on the Bay Bridge and we're driving home. It's probably two in the morning. And Joe is speeding and he is cutting in and out of traffic. And we are just, we are missing cars by like two inches. And I know, I just know the three of us were just a nervous wreck thinking, oh my gosh, he's going to kill us. And I remember at the time, Fortress Around Your Heart was blasting on the car stereo as we zipped in and out of traffic, barely uh, escaping by the skin of our teeth. Anyhow, anyhow, about 30 minutes later, we got home. We, we all lived in a city called Hayward, East Bay, on the Oakland side, and we were almost home. And I think all of us were feeling a sense of relief, like, oh my gosh, we dodged a bullet. We made it home alive. And then as Joe exited the freeway, to get, to get off where we all lived. He went off the road, hit some gravel. We hit a road sign, spun 360 about three or four times, and then came to a stop right in the middle of what would normally have been a very busy four-lane road. But thankfully, because it was so late at night, there were no cars coming. And I'll never remember, I'll always remember my buddy Pete, who was in the a passenger front seat, turned around, looked at me, his eyes were as big as saucers, and he just looked at me and said, what the fuck? Anyway, we all made it home alive that night. As you can tell, I'm still alive to uh, send you this message. So even though I don't like Sting that much, I'll go ahead and pick that song, Fortress Around Your Heart. Thanks, guys. Stay safe. Is that the number one Sting song? It seems to be the one that everyone loves. Fortress Around Your Heart. It's a great tune. I love it. Tom Neuerberg laying down a story of uh, him and his crazy friends. Let's keep these under uh, two minutes, folks. 90 seconds. Thomas saved lives, so I allowed it. All right, let's hear a couple more songs off of my playlist that I picked. Here's one back on the soul cages. This is called Why Should I Cry For You? This album's really good. Over the reefs of moonshine. 
I don't know why more songs weren't picked from this. Only none were. I picked two, no one else did anything. Sting's voice is amazing. Sting is 68 years old right now. He looks phenomenal. Keeps himself in shape with the yoga. Uh, hasn't had work done, except he did He did have a nose job sometime during the police period. Because he his nose, his nose was a little bulbous on the tip. And after the nose job, very pointy, almost like a stinger. And you can see that. You can you can uh, you can look at photos and you go, oh yeah, he did have a little bit of a tweak there. But um, I mean, I mean, come on. I'm 56. He's 12 years older than me. What am I going to look like in 12 years? I'm going to be a goddamn mess. Do I have time? If I start right now, can I get it in? Can I get it in gear? This uh, this Corona uh, virus thing isn't helping though. I'm, I'm literally eating uh, a cauliflower crust pizza every other day, and Lucky Charms for breakfast. I think I'm eating less food, but I might not be eating the right food. I got 12 years, 12 years. I'm going to take a picture of myself. I'm going to put it side by side on whatever the new platform is at that time. It'll be something called squank. I'll post that on squank. It'll be a picture of uh, me at 68 side by side with sting at 68. We'll see how it fares. We'll see. We'll see how I did. All right. 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 That down on your calendar. January 1st, 2032. That doesn't even sound right, does it? 2032. All right, let me play another song on my list that no one chose. It was uh, Let Your Soul Be Your Pilot from Mercury Falling. Will your
sole beer pilot. I get so uh, I get so caught up in everyone else's list that I forget to uh, insert some of mine here and there. Do want to recommend uh, if on a winter's night from two thousand nine. It is Sting's Christmas album or holiday album, if you if you want to call it that. And uh, I find this uh, quite enjoyable. Uh, you know, if you you have a fire raging in your house and this is on in the background. I, I, I really like it a lot. A fine holiday album. I have a lot of holiday albums. I like the Christmas music. Only at Christmas, though. All right, let's hear one more from Sting and Shaggy. And then we'll go to uh, our last listener pick. And we'll do a little promoting and talk a little bit. And I'll do a playout song. But this again is uh, Sting and Shaggy from 2018. The album's 44876. And I forget what that means. I'm going to look that up while the song plays. But this song is Morning is Coming. It's a beautiful day for me to rock around your way. I want to say Sting. Sweet Nightingale. Why do you wake me so, sweet nightingale? You're telling me something I don't know. It's quarter to three. You're singing, driving me right out of my tree. I'm so tired that I could weep when all the other birdies are so fast asleep. Yeah. Morning is coming. Morning is on its way. Morning is coming. It's Revelation Day Sweet Nightingale We'll talk it over in the light of day Why can't it wait? I need my beauty sleep whatever you say Wake up, it's a beautiful day Wake up, don't you hear what I say? Cause I'll be rocking in my shoes to this sweet reggae group Ain't nobody gonna spoil my mood To this beautiful sunshine I'm rising up Just a positive vibe, me use and build me up Overflowing like me had coffee in a makeup Ain't no time for easing up Yeah! Morning is coming Morning is coming Sting and Shaggy I think me, Mike, and Murray, we, we coined the phrase Staggy That's what we call that album, Staggy Alright, it's called 44876 And that's because Sting lives in the UK Shaggy lives in Jamaica and the country calling code for the United Kingdom is 44 and the North American area code for Jamaica is 876. So that's, uh, that's where you get that. My only problem with this uh, cover, and I hate this, this drives me crazy. It says Sting and Shaggy and it says 44876, but then Shaggy is under Sting's name and Sting is under Shaggy's name. That always bothers me. Like the first uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash album, they're, they're not like in the order that their names are. It's Nash, Crosby, and then Stills. I don't know why that bothers me, but it does. It's just a, it's a, a, a weird quirk. All right. Let's go with... Uh, let's do a little promoting right now, and then I'll, then I'll close out with music. First of all, don't forget that 
the next listener episode is Title Fight. Pick two different songs that have the same title, and we're going to throw them in the ring together, and then I will be the sole judge to tell you which song is better. So get working on that. You can start sending those to me tomorrow, which will be for you Tuesday. Also, uh, this week, uh, this Friday, the prize will be, I got three uh, Harry Styles Fine Line CDs that'll coincide with uh, Rita's playlist, the episode that'll drop on Thursday. Also, Patreon, if you want to win prizes, go to the Patreon page. If you just go to rocksolidpodcast.com, you're going to find links for everything. We have a new, uh, we have a new t-shirt. It's a Rock Solid Army. It's a Kiss-inspired t-shirt. It's pretty cool. So you can buy those. And uh, just follow us, uh, you know, on Twitter, at Rock Solid Show, at Kyle Dotson Funny. Go to iTunes, write us a review. That's easy. Doesn't cost you anything. All episodes are free. All the episodes, 475 episodes, are still on iTunes, and you can also find them on Art19. So the show is always free, but we do appreciate when people support us through Patreon. And we also try to give back with uh, bonus content and episodes delivered to you early and prizes. So I do believe it's worth it. All right. We're going to close out here with, uh, well, not close out. I'll have a play out song, but this is the last listener pick. This is a couple of guys pick the same song. And uh, this is a good pick. It's not an original Sting song, but, uh, well, you'll hear. They'll tell you. Here we go. Hi, Pat. Hi, Rock Solid listeners. This is Michael Van Zandt. Hope everyone's doing well. I know Sting has quite an extensive catalog of music, but uh, the song I've picked today comes from his 1987 album, Nothing Like the Sun. And it's a cover song, so it doesn't really showcase... Sting's songwriting abilities, but Little Wing is just a beautiful song on this album. Um, critics gave the song high marks for its location on the album um, as not necessarily being filler for the second half of the album, but being a high point. Um, I think the song is beautiful because Sting's vocals really lend themselves to to the lyrics. Um, the guitar solo isn't over the top uh, like you would get with some of the other musicians who have covered this song in the past or even the original by Jimmy. But I'm really impressed with not only the guitar solo, but Branford Marsalis sax solo that, that follows it. Um, I think it's just a beautiful song. I hope everyone enjoys it. Here's Little Wing. Hey guys, Marty Valeriano again. Last Sting song, I promise. I just, I'm, I'm really digging listening to Sting. I haven't listened to his solo stuff in a long time, man. And uh, I've been missing out. I've been missing out. Uh, this is the last song I pick. I, normally for these, I wouldn't pick a cover um, because he's so prolific. But God damn, do I love Sting's version of Little Wing, Jimi Hendrix's Little Wing. This song has been covered a thousand times and blatantly ripped off. That's right. I'm talking to you, Pearl Jam. Yellow lead better. But this is my favorite cover of Little Wing. Um, Hiram Bullock's guitar. So the late Hiram Bullock, he died 
boy, I guess 10 years ago now. He played with Sting for a long time and many other people. He's got a great guitar solo, which leads right into Branford Marcellus' sax solo over this really cool chord progression that Hendrix came up with. Anyway, this is Little Wing. This is Sting. This is the last time you hear from me on this episode, I promise. Well, she's walking through the clouds Well, a circus man is running around Butterflies and zebras and moonbeams and fairy tales Oh, see how it talks about Riding with the get to some of the guitar solo how do you guys like hyper murray sends me three songs every intro clip uh, more excited than the last i'm glad this uh this triggered murray into listening to some solo sting nice job murray i appreciate it appreciate the contribution all right real quick let's go through uh Sting's um, discography, The Dream of the Blue Turtles, Nothing Like the Sun, The Soul Cages, Ten Summoner's Tales, Mercury Falling, Brand New Day, Sacred Love, Songs from the Labyrinth, If on a Winter's Night. Then he did something called Symphonicities, which uh, he recorded uh, songs from that he had written with, uh, with the symphony. That's a fun album. The Last Ship. No one played any songs from The Last Ship. Um... It's, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's, um, look, the last ship came here. It's a musical now and it came here to LA and I really wanted to see it and I didn't get to see it. And, um, and I think it, uh, I think it works as a musical, but maybe not as an album. 57th and 9th has a handful of good songs, but, uh, but for me, not, uh, not the, uh, the rock album that was touted and that I wanted uh, my songs, Sting re-records songs from his catalog, and I love it. I think it's a really good album. And then there's uh, Sting and Shaggy, Staggy. I like that album a lot. That's a lot of fun. So let's close it out again. I'm going to go back to this um, to this album, The Soul Cages. Now I keep playing songs from it, and you probably think, "Was well, that Pat's favorite?" But no, it's not. I told you what my favorite was. Nothing like the song, Sun. But since people didn't take any songs from this album i just want to i just want to you know give them their props so uh again thanks for listening um 
everyone stay safe and stay well. Do all the stuff you're supposed to do. Stay at home. Only go out if it's absolutely necessary. Wash your hands. If you have symptoms, see a doctor. And, um, and that's all. And we'll get through all this. And thank you for indulging me. It's very strange to sit in a room by myself and talk. It's, uh, it's very self-indulgent, especially when I go off on a tangent. Maybe I should just introduce the songs and shut up. But uh, these, uh, these episodes are fun to do. Not as fun to do as they are with other people in the room, even though Feel is here. By the way, on my personal Twitter, at Pat underscore Francis, I've been um, tweeting pictures of, of uh, Fila all morning. And because she just, she's all over the equipment and she's all over the place. And so you guys can go look at those. So my playout song is from 1991's The Soul Cages. And this song is called Mad About You. And I'm going to take that right from the top. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk soon. Of my life, but you became another's wife. 